0: Trash talking about donuts from the rock that we ate, ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One whole, two fried, hot, tossed. We're your guides, Randy and Rob, and sometimes four guests.
1: Welcome to Talking Trash. I'm Rob. I'm Randy. And this is our podcast where we talk exclusively about trash plates <laughs> and donuts. Uh, <laughs> this week we have a special. Uh, unplanned holiday episode. Emergency pod. There was an, it was a holiday emergency. Yes.
2: Where, Christmas miracle.
1: <laughs> it was. It was certainly a miracle. Um, so, Randy, how about you? How about we start off with you telling us about how this all came to be? Sure. Um,
0: So earlier this week, uh, Laurel sent me a picture of Ridge Donuts doing a specialty cookie dough donut, and they are only doing it Saturday morning and Sunday morning, 7 a.m. They put them out, and I was like, there's no way I'll wake up in time for these, so I'm not even going to think about it. And as we'll get into, I got a lot of sleep last night. So I woke up <laughs> pretty early this morning and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get some. And then I was like, you know, I can't get some without getting it for the rest of the uh, donut hounds that I know. So I drove out there, got some donuts and then uh, tried to sneak around and drop them off at everybody's houses. I got caught by one person, which I think you'll hear about in a few minutes. But I think I successfully snuck around to everybody else's, uh, did this in all honesty, without thinking we were going to do a podcast on it, just thought we'd uh, text about it and thought it was kind of, you know, something to uh, just, I guess, go through and text about. But um, somehow we're doing a spur the moment pod, which is even better. So pretty cool. Uh, And the donut itself, do you want me to get into that? Sure. A cookie dough donut. So I didn't look at the pictures very carefully. I just saw cookie dough, and that's my favorite type of ice cream, and figured that would be a delicious donut. But as you'll find out, it's, uh, it's going to be a pretty, uh, as Pat said, decadent donut when we talk about it. So that's kind of how this all came about.
1: Yeah, so let's get into how we discovered that that Donut Claws had had come to our houses. Andy, how did you yeah, find I, out about your donut surprise? I think, we were
3: the, I think I was the first person to find out about the, the Donut Claws visit. So I have two young boys. They're about two and a half years old and they love to look out the window at the snow. It's not snowing. They just like looking at snow. And uh, my dog snares out the window and barks at stuff. And my poor wife was sitting on the couch with all of them and they're climbing all over her. And every once in a while she was looking out the window and she said to me, I was just sitting across the room. She was like, is it, did Randy drop something off at our house? And, you know, I didn't expect him to be dropping anything off, but I was like, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe he's dropping off some delicious cookies that, uh, that Laurel makes shout out to the little Brownie, uh, uh, at home bakery, check it out on Instagram. And, uh, you know, who knows, maybe he's just being, you know, dropping off a book or something. He and I have been talking about sci-fi books. So anyways, I said, I don't know. Well, I'll go check. She goes, well, He drives a red car, right? In my head, he still drives that blue car. But I think he drives now the same Ford Fusion that we have. So I was like, yeah, I think you're right. We talked about that. So I go to the front door. There's nothing there. I go, no, there's nothing here. She goes, I think he ran to the garage. So I go over and I open the garage door and there's, sure enough, footprints on the driveway. (laughs) I was like, oh boy. Then I I go out, follow the footprints, and there's just a Ridge Donut bag on the chair on the side of my house. (laughs) I was like, I don't know when I would have found this. But because I found it, I didn't want to text everybody because I didn't know who he was delivering to. So I just texted Randy. I said, did Donut Claws visit my house? And he said, he, he was like, yes, I have one more delivery. And what did, uh, what did he, I said, Christy saw you or something. And he's like, darn it, I got to work on my sneaking around. <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, sometimes we just end up staring out the window. And So, uh, I wasn't really sure what to, how to communicate. So I I waited because I didn't, you know, I didn't know if someone was left out of this because it might've been just the pod crew. It might've been the whole group of friends. I also saw you could only buy six on the Ridge Donut website. So here we are. He texted a couple minutes later. And then I think maybe each of you kind of trickled down from there. It's pretty funny.
1: (laughs) Well, Pat, you found out next, right?
4: Yeah. Uh, it was so, so I didn't really know what was going on. Like I saw the text chain, I was busy like playing with my kids. And I saw a couple like the text chain blown up. So I finally checked. And I was like, Oh, like they have a specialty donut thing going on. Like, that's cool. And I was like, Oh, it, it looks like a uh, Oh, it's a Christmas version of like the um, cookie dough donut. And I've had the cookie dough donut before they released it over the summer. I was like, that's cool. That was a pretty good one. Uh, and then as I'm scrolling through, I'm, it's like, you know, I, I hear Rob saying like, Oh, I got to run out and try to get it like that looks so good. And then uh, I like just kind of out of I was about to like close it to go back playing with the kids and I saw Andy text like oh donut claws came. I'm like wait what <laughs> I keep going and it was like and then Rob I think afterwards you texted and were like hey like I got one too and I was like oh so someone is like dropping these off I guess I better go check and just open my door and little bag right there it was awesome I was like sweet got a free donut this is great
1: I thought I thought Donut Clause was just Christy Andy's wife, so I was like, I got it. I'm like, it's like after nine, there's this limited edition donut. There's gonna be a line a mile long, so I was like racing to go. And then I, I, Pat, I thought you discovered yours first, but maybe I found out next.
4: I know, yeah. The only reason I like kind of figured to look outside was just a couple. I think you and Andy texting about how like it just one appeared from the the magical Donut Clause.
3: I was laughing when, uh, after like, we, we kind of figured it out and I was trying to suggest we do this pod. Uh, Randy said, Oh, even better before that we're doing a pod. I'm not sure how sincere that was. We kind of twisted his arm into having this podcast, but, uh, Pat was like, yeah, I'd, I'm going to have to lay low for a minute because Ben might find out that I have a donut. And I forgot that Ben likes to eat like 15 donuts when we have those tests."
4: And spoiler alert, I got through, I think, I, I cut it in half. So I started eating, I wanted to just try to eat a half to save it for him and Clara. And I got uh, halfway through the half and he saw me with it. And he was just like, I have a donut. <laughs> said, All right, man, here, you can have this piece. You loved it.
0: <laughs> I didn't think about that. I was I wasn't sure how it was going to go over with the uh, with the kids but I could only get six. So that was
3: Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, Randy.
0: And uh Christy also said she saw me running away from uh, the house which was kind because I definitely was more uh slipping and tripping and it's hard to run in the snow and I'd say out of all the driveways Pat yours is definitely the most dangerous. Um
4: It's uh it's a little steep.
0: And I also thought out of all the people who was going to catch me, it was going to be Andy. I don't know why. I just figured Andy probably. I thought you might be walking your dog in the morning, something like that. But
3: it, uh, it worked out. I was just sitting on my porch in my rocking chair, just <laughs> watching the neighborhood as one
1: does. <laughs> um, Randy, what, so what time did you do this? Like 8,
0: 8.30? Yeah, I think I was there around 8 and then just drove, drove from there
1: was it pretty mobbed over at ridge no it wasn't at all
0: actually and i think i was one of the only ones getting cookie dough donuts so because i was watching what other
1: people were getting surprisingly nice and and chris it was funny like part of me is like we had a separate text thread with just the the donut guys and chris is like oh all i had was like a a crappy wegman's white cream or something and i was like man did Randy drive all the way out to Fairport, give one to Andy, not Chris, but also include him in this text thread? That would be really That's honestly what cold. I thought because <laughs>
2: I, I figured he – you guys are saying you found these donuts, and he's like knocking on the door, giving them to you. And so I'm reading the text. I'm like, oh, maybe Randy will be here. And I sat kind of waiting for a couple minutes, especially after Andy said it because I'm only five minutes past Andy, and there's like no knock on the door. I'm like, oh, Maybe maybe he you forgot what house I live in and you just <laughs> had to look it up and it's taken a little long. Still nothing. Like then you guys are like, all right, well we're gonna we're gonna zoom, we're gonna record in five minutes. Like oh, guess I'll record. <laughs> and, and then I opened the door to let the dog out, uh, and there was a bag there. He was super secret Santa, no knock or anything. So thank you, Randy. It was a Christmas miracle surprise.
0: I felt bad because I know Nick. Nick's a little out there, but also he didn't hasn't done any of the of donut podcasts with us, so I didn't think he'd feel too bad about it. Uh, and I know Pete helped out that one podcast. So I figured Pete deserved a donut, even though I don't know if he's going to like this or not.
2: Say, I also have to say, I haven't had a bite yet, but I did give uh, about a quarter of it to my wife. I cut it in half and then cut that in half again, and then a qu- another quarter of it to one of my kids. Um, they both loved it. And uh, my other kid, though, did not want any of it. He said, it looks like a reindeer pooped on a chocolate cake.
3: <laughs> I take that, I would take that as a compliment, Ridge Donut.
2: And it's kind of accurate. But like how, Sometimes reindeer poop is delicious, though.
1: I like how Chris made this kind of an educational podcast explaining how quarters of things work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm also impressed that, Randy, you were able to somehow get A plain, like, waxed paper bag and like hook it around a door. Uh, that that was, uh, I was very, that was ingenious. I liked it. It
3: crossed my mind as well. What did you ask for individual wrap or just grab six bags?
0: I asked for six bags, they came in a box. I asked for six bags and gloves so that Mm -hmm. I didn't actually touch the donuts. And the guy looked at me a little, What are you you doing? But, uh, Guys, uh, Rob, you're definitely the hardest to hang on to
3: the, the handle, but did you say I'm donut claws and he didn't laugh? And then you also tried my joke and said whole, 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 and then he also didn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be the reception my whole, whole, whole joke is getting.
1: Joke. Hi, next time. Jokes <laughs> in the Zoom chat are, are kind of hard to hit. Well, I think everyone gets it at a different time, just like these donuts, yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
3: So do, well, we wanna, would,
1: do you guys want to dig in and, and try these donuts so we could talk about them? Yes.
3: Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I would like to just thank Randy. Most of our jokes yeah, were, uh, you know, for the for the pod, for the humor. But what what you did was very nice and very funny and very exciting. So thanks, man. Yeah, you're welcome,
0: guys. Uh, like I said, this uh, wasn't really expecting the pod, but I'm down for it. I uh, just figured I'd like to talk about – I don't want to eat it by myself. That's really it. I just want other people to eat it so
1: all right let's go we're eating them now right rob we're eating them right now including me i definitely didn't eat it earlier we could always cut this out of the podcast too when we added it or i can so pause it. i did um, i i tried not to eat it
3: for a while and as we were podcasting i was just kind of sneaking some of the cookie do i want to see what that tasted like on its own It was like any badish edible cookie dough, I would continue eating it nonstop. It was yeah. pretty, pretty okay. But it didn't really taste like real cookie dough, just eating the <laughs> cookie dough plain. But I continued to eat it. it, had that nice, you could feel the sugar in it and there's the chocolate chips. Taking a bite of it, I mean, it is very decadent. You can't really tell everything apart, yeah. but it is very tasty. That's my, that's my initial thoughts.
4: Yeah. The cookie dough is like, uh, It definitely tastes more like almost like a filling of some sort, right? Like, it doesn't taste like a normal cookie dough they would use to make cookies. Like, I I don't know how you would, like, I I, I don't know enough about baking to know what that difference would be, but there seems to be, like, an ingredient in there or two that just is, like, giving it slightly a different texture.
2: Well, I
3: love, go ahead, Chris.
2: I'm coming at it uh, from, might be a little different, because as was already mentioned, I had had a Wegmans white cream donut earlier this morning already. So from the previous you know, donut hound contest, you might realize that the Wegmans are not necessarily uh, the best donuts around. So it kind of had a stale donut taste in my mouth. And the first bite of this donut was just like, already been said also decadence. This was absolutely amazing. It was fluffy, flavorful, Chocolatey, sugary, but there was substance behind it. it was very, very good.
1: Yeah, I would I would agree, and I would agree with Andy that the cookie dough they probably you know didn't use eggs. They probably you know with, with these edible cookie doughs to make them safer, they omit certain ingredients, so it doesn't quite taste as good. And and one thing I noticed when I because I I didn't eat the cookie dough alone. I only ate it with pieces of the donut. And I think the fact that, so if you just eat cookie dough, you'll taste the sweetness. But since it's cold, a cold dough and it's plopped on the middle of a super sweet donut, I didn't get any sweetness from the cookie dough. Probably by contrast, all I tasted was the texture and the saltiness, actually. that um, wasn't a bad thing, but you could definitely, the salt came through, which was a positive. But um, yeah, I, I don't think it was like, you know, an ideal, perfect, like cookie dough, like you'd make really good cookies at home.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it's obviously when you taste it, you don't, when you bite the donut, you don't really taste a ton of it, like you said, and it really just seems like a marketing tool, which clearly worked because Randy <laughs> went out and bought them all and it looks good and the idea is good, but the donut is very tasty, but it really mostly just tastes like a chocolate frosted donut.
1: So should we actually, I don't know if we really fully described the donut itself, right? So it, it's like a glazed circular donut that doesn't have a, whole, it has like a divot in the middle, correct? Yeah. And then it's like chocolate dipped. And then there's like a big scoop, like a golf ball size scoop of cookie dough with the, the red and green um, M&Ms plopped right in the middle.
4: Yeah, so for the uh,
1: sprinkles on top, sprinkles too. Yeah, yeah.
4: For the donut, the donut hounds out there, it would be the equivalent of like a headlight. So it's like a it's like a headlight, but just instead of whipped cream on the top, it's a huge plop of cookie dough.
1: Yep,
3: shout out to all the donut heads.
1: <laughs> so I think that was pretty. Any anything else to add, guys? I, I would agree with Chris though. The donut quality I thought was like it was great, flaky. You know, it's their classic, amazing donut. They're I think they're the best donut place in Rochester. Um. I like that
0: they put a lot of stuff in the cookie dough. Like, what was it? I'm an chocolate chips. It was good. I thought it was really good. My,
1: my one critique, though, is that since it was just like this big ball, like smack in the middle, it was kind of ca- hard to sort of get all of your bites to have cookie dough and donut. I had to eat, like, towards the middle. And then once I got to the cookie dough, I kind of, like, smushed it out so that it kind of covered. It would be almost, I think, better to have, like, a disc of – like, a thinner disc maybe, like – Third of an inch. I just deck. wants a, just wants a cookie, <laughs> a disc, <laughs> uh, cookie um, you know, roughly
3: three inches wide. Uh, heat it up, and maybe it spreads out and kind of solidifies, and then <laughs> take the donut out of the equation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I guess I was just describing a cookie. <laughs> I, I really didn't realize that. <laughs> so, I know what you uh, mean,
3: though. Yeah, because you're like you're using your front teeth, and you're like, I oh, you just want. To use a quarter math podcast use a quarter of the cookie dough on this bite or whatever i i agree it's tricky when it's just plopped in there i know what you mean
2: it is difficult to get a little bit of everything with each bite there has to be you know you have to sacrifice a couple bites in there where you don't get any cookie dough to save it for the rest
4: yeah i do wonder if this donut would be like, if they somehow made it into, like, a, a filled donut versus, yes. like, the headlight style, I, I wonder if that would be better. I know, I feel like that would also be hard to get, like, to pipe out all the cookie dough in because that's just, like, real thick and stuff.
3: Dunkin' Donuts does, like, a cookie dough donut. I'm going to look it up and see what it looks like. But I know that they have, I think they have, like, a promotion where they do, like, cookie dough drinks and cookie dough donuts or whatever. I'm going to look that up
1: uh pat i totally agree if they did like a cookie dough cream where they take half this half their white cream and kind of whipped it together and then put that as uh inside the donut i think that would be amazing
4: yeah because i agree like the the cookie dough is so thick and just kind of plopped on there it like rolls around a little bit when you're trying to eat it and falling off and so like andy said it's hard to get a bite of kind of everything at once just to get a good taste for it
1: so we're gonna we're gonna give it a rating out of five and to be very clear the rating scale we're gonna use is you're gonna rate this donut against all limited edition donuts so like you're gonna look at a donut that's not a traditional donut you're only rating this against donuts that come and go uh almost like a mcrib so it's it's you're gonna look at this it's a specialty item so out of five stars what would you guys give this? So, uh, Randy, since you were the the donut clause, what do you think you'd give this out of five stars? Um,
0: So I'm trying to think back to all the specialty donuts I've had. And definitely at Ridge, I had the Italian cookie donut, which honestly, I'm not a huge Italian cookie fan, but that donut was like a five out of five. That was one of the best donuts specialty I've ever had. I'd say this one lands around maybe a four. This one was better than I thought it would be just by looking at that plop of cookie dough on it. Um, it was really good. Uh, it's definitely going to mess my stomach up later. So okay. right now I'm going to give it like a four to five. Um, maybe in a few hours it's going to drop a little bit. But
1: uh, yeah, I'd say it was it was good. Definitely good. good. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Uh, I kind of agree with Randy that You know, I haven't had the best or the
2: most uh, limited edition donuts there are, um, but that uh, this was easily uh, probably four. I'd I'd put it up to 4.5 flavor-wise, taste-wise, donut in general-wise. But I think the experience of donut claws and just the Christmas miracle that happened puts it up to five easily. Just as a whole, this is a 5 donut experience for me right now
4: <laughs>
2: nothing like surprise donuts so not following it the rules. Me donuts. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that goes with the podcast I mean nobody really follows <laughs> any of our guidelines when it comes to rating anything anyway so uh whatever it'd be like a 12 o'clock high if we're rating it on <laughs> that's that's fine uh Andy what are you thinking um
3: I, I I'm in the same I'm In the same ballpark as these guys. Uh, I, I, I am pretty sure I've had the Dunkin' Donuts one. And I looked it up and they had a promotion where they had cookie dough donuts and brownie batter donuts. They were like Valentine's Day. I don't know if you can see that picture. But you can tell it's very much like more like what Rob was describing. But at the same time, like also like the mass produced version of cookie dough, you know. Yeah. Like you could tell that they made this, even if it wasn't the most delicious cookie dough in the world, but you could tell it's kind of made in a bowl or a big mixer or something. The stuff from Dunkin' Donuts looks like it was, you know, it just comes in a gigantic vat and they pipe it into a million donuts, you know?
1: To to be yeah. honest, Andy, that picture you shared just looked like a pile of mud on my end. I don't know what... <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. But it yeah, it's just like almost like a... The way that frosting
3: in a tub looks really smooth, really glossy, you know, that's what the cookie dough looks like in the, in the Dunkin' ones. I'm sure I've had it, but it was not memorable because I don't really remember it. So I would say this, those are not like a chocolate frosted donut is not necessarily my favorite chocolate dip, whatever it's called, but I liked that. And I like the little texture elements of everything. And I would say it's a four out of five for me. I liked it. Nice.
1: Pat, what are you thinking?
4: Uh, yeah, I um, so I I think part of the experience of just like, I've had the cookie, the original cookie dough donut that Ridge Donut has done before, like that kind of like knew what to expect going into this. Um, and then reading against so similar to Randy, my go-to specialty donut, easily five out of five. One of the best donuts I've ever had is that Italian cookie donut yes. that Ridge Donut also does. Um, and like compared like with this compared to that, like this is just for me. is there's just a little too much. It's really really sweet, and uh, that I don't know. It just uh, it takes a little, little bit away for me. So I would give the donut like a three and a half out of five. Um, again, it's very good. Don't get me wrong. It's just like I feel like I can only have. I can really only have like a half of it before I kind of want to just like puke, puke because there's just it's just so much. Um, but again, like if you if you have this and you're, you know you're sharing it with people and uh, again, each taking a quarter of the whole, then it's good. <laughs> but um, but eating the whole thing is for me is a little too much. Um, so yeah, like a three and a half uh, creeping towards a four. Right.
1: Uh, and, and I, I would
2: I would, would give you, it a four. Would you say, Pat? Maybe it's a three point seven five or a three and three
4: quarters. So if we take halfway between three and a half and four, we could put that at a three point seven five. Yeah.
1: So you cut that hole in half, and then you cut that half in half, then again. Is that? But
4: then we take the half and kind of add it to the original half.
1: Oh, now, okay. Rob.
3: Mean, Rob, are you talking whole H O L E or W H O L E?
1: Whole, whole, whole. Classic. Oh, now that is funny. <laughs> um, I I would agree with with you guys. I think we're all in a, a similar area. Um, I would give it four. I thought it was pretty good. I thought the cookie dough was okay. I liked the texture. Like Andy was saying, I liked the saltiness that I kind of brought to the donut. Um, I, I like now. You know, if I were to go by Chris. I was, when I saw that Andy had a donut and then Randy had a donut, it stressed me out that I also didn't have a donut. So I was like <laughs> frantically throwing on clothes, getting ready to like hit the road. It's, it, there's more snow outside. I was like, I just don't feel like driving right now, but I got to go to Ridge and like fight to get one of these stupid donuts. Uh, and then to immediately see that donut, it, it just flooded me with relief. Um, I'm not going to use that as part of my, I'm not going to like factor that into my score. But I do. I think it was a four. I think it was a good donut. I, you know, worth. If I saw they had that, I I would consider getting it again. So it was pretty good. And so that was our uh, review of the cookie. What what was it called? Was there a specific name for it, Randy? I think it was just the cookie dough donut. Maybe I don't.
4: Know. I think it was Christmas cookie dough donut.
3: Yeah, Christmas. Cookie when dough. when I found that bag, my my initial thought was. Because I, I knew, because Christy told me it was Randy and it was a Ridge donut bag. My my initial thought was, oh, it's that Italian cookie donut that everybody talks about. And then when I opened it up, I was like, whoa, look at this. And Christy's like, <laughs> she goes, oh, did you not know about that? She's like, you don't follow Ridge Donut on Instagram? I go, no, I don't. And I follow like a couple food accounts and stuff. And I was like, no, I didn't know about this. She's like, Oh yeah, they, it came out a couple days ago. I was like, Oh, you're so plugged in. She's like, well, they're a great account because they don't post a ton, but when they do, it's always like some new crazy donut. I'm like that actually. So I am now following them
1: on Instagram. That's, that's something I might do as well. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's good to support local businesses and, and especially ones that make amazing donuts
3: just like Chris nice of Chris to support a small local business Wegmans and pick up that <laughs> donut that he knows is bad earlier
1: Although that was to be to be fair to Chris I think that was Randy's favorite white cream donut wasn't it and that was one of the higher that was the higher donut from Wegmans yeah. I think so
4: <laughs>
1: No well Randy thought that ridges tasted um, how did you describe it again? Spoiled or something?
4: R- rancid, I believe, was the term you.
1: Rancid, yes. You said that Ridge White Cream Donuts taste rancid, like
3: Mac Salad from Brighton Hots.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Guys, that was uh,
0: pre-cookie dough donut, Randy. Like mm-hmm. post-cookie dough donut, Randy. He likes all Ridge donuts. <laughs>
2: oh, wow, he Randy, Randy, I think likes the rancid. Didn't he say he
1: likes the rancid <laughs> Mac Salad? <laughs> Back in the, in the 90s, he was a huge fan of Rancid. Yeah. Some time bomb, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's our review of the Holiday Cookie Dough Donut. Um, does anyone have any plugs or unplugs to give? The
3: Bills, baby. AFC <laughs> champs. Let's go. Hey.
1: hey,
2: hey.
1: Bills hey. on parade. Did you guys see the, the 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 airport the video of the airport when they got back from the game? A little crowded. It was insane. Like, what time must that that must have been pretty late coming in from Denver? It was like right, two
3: or two or three in the morning, I think.
1: Oh my! I mean, I know well, it's, it's Saturday, Denver. Right? Denver's a couple hours ahead
3: of us, so it's actually it was only like dinner time. Here.
1: So they flew back in time. You're saying? Yeah. Okay,
3: that <laughs> that's how sense. that works. They flew back and then watched themselves win the game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's how they analyze film. That's why it's good to have a West coast game.
1: Oh, so they went through a turnstile, right, Rob? Oh, I I was, I was waiting for Randy to make a tenant reference. (laughs) Um, so, So Randy, um, definitely, uh, was on my case to watch Tenet this weekend. And so Friday, I, I, I downloaded the, the Redbox app and I searched around until I could find a, a Blu-ray version of it. And I did find a Wegmans that had it. I did, drove around, found it, put it in my PS3, which I haven't used in about two years. And it made me do about 40 minutes worth of updates and like reconnect to the router and do all that. It took me so long to get that stupid. At, at, at one point I was like, am I gonna have to go out and like buy a Blu-ray DVD player as this ta- technology is becoming obsolete already? uh but i did eventually get it to work and and i i thought it was a great i thought it was a really uh interesting movie
4: you, you why didn't you just buy it digitally okay
1: well how much would that be I love i love and i love how there's like 3 of us on this
0: podcast trying so hard to get a ps5 and rob's working really hard to get a ps4 right
4: now no
1: <laughs> ps3 we're oh yeah yeah uh
4: it would have cost you maybe three, or probably the same price as Redbox—three or four bucks to rent. Well,
1: guess what? Redbox was two sixteen, Pat. Oh, okay. Rob's trying to
3: support a local business, Redbox.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: exactly. The classic Rochester Redbox business. But it was worth—it was worth. I thought it was worth watching. um Made you think it was like all Christopher Nolan movies, like pretty flawed in a lot of ways but also really awesome in a lot of ways and it made you really think and i still don't fully understand it to be honest
3: like like all of us am i right oh man deep do you guys just want to
1: say tenant every time i do it's that's what
3: i say tenant.
1: It's about, it mind. is about like a landlord trying to like rent out all the rooms <laughs> in his apartment building <laughs> chris nolan slumlord documentary about time traveling slumlord. Yeah.
4: What? He has to go back in time to fill to fill the occupancies of these apartments.
3: It's crazy. No spoilers. If he just owned a building in Denver, he could know ahead of time who was living there.
1: Oh, that's that would have made a lot of sense. I think Randy Randy gave me some advice before I watched it that was very, very good advice. And it was watch it with the subtitles on. Because like all Christopher Nolan movies. It is impossible to understand what the hell anyone is saying for you know sixty percent of the time. So, I
0: told Rob after that,
1: Nolan. I don't
0: know what you mean. Of <laughs>
3: of what I'm talking about people don't Is Bane calling in?
0: They said Nolan only wants his movies to be watched in the theater, but I'm only. I
2: gonna... for donuts.
0: <laughs> I'm only going to watch Nolan movies at home from here on out because it's the only way I'll understand them. <laughs>
1: Well, even the Dark Knight Rises, when we saw it in theaters, I'm I don't, I think I understood like eight percent of what Bane was saying throughout the whole movie. And then when they re-released it, they, I had heard that they changed the audio to make it a lot clearer because they realized, like in theaters, no one knew what Tom Hardy was saying yeah. at all. <laughs> um, but it took me like three times of watching it to really get all the lines. I think.
4: I was reading. Uh, I think it was like maybe insider or I don't know what what some some like online article about tenant and because Nolan has caught a lot of flag for people struggling to understand the sound editing and stuff and he like went on record saying like under
1: Pat are you in a are you in a point. Christopher Nolan film yourself right now? Good point. He's getting incepted
3: <laughs> Is he still oh, here? Did Is- he freeze up for you guys too?
1: We stopped talking.
3: I think that's his uh his computer, his like laptop from like 1998. <laughs> he's probably doing it through a PS3,
1: right, Rob? Probably. Yeah. I, I don't think he's uh well, good point. Could you yeah. imagine what he was gonna say? It was probably so impactful. We should save it for our tenant podcast. In minute. 45 Wait, do we have his subtitles
2: podcast. on? Because maybe they'll pop up underneath what he was gonna say. That's a good point, actually.
1: Where is he? He well, yeah. I guess we uh, he's gone. gone. Guess he's gone. Um, so uh, uh maybe R. that R. R. Gone. R. Gone. Pat Singer. <laughs> any other any other plugs, guys? I,
2: I'd like to plug because uh, this is from Ridge Donut. Ridge Donut was my grandpa's favorite donut place in all of Rochester. He was not necessarily a regular there, but he would always get donuts there Sundays and bring them over when he would come over. Just like to plug memories of loved ones and, you know, sharing holiday spirit. So, great, great plug. Heartfelt. Here's you, Grandpa. Ridge Donuts. Yeehaw. And, Andy, hey, Andy, do you have,
1: <laughs> too. Andy, do you have a more concrete plug that you'd like to give or do you want a very... I'm going to plug the concept of time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs>
4: No, I'm
3: good. I I did just want to plug the Bills. I think now that I'm running our fantasy football podcast that goes out to 10 people, I, I plug stuff on there now, so I'm out of plugs.
1: Well, you could probably do a replug if you want. I'm pretty sure that no one listens to that one. How about, I don't know if I plug this on here or there, but the restaurant Signatures at the Humphrey
3: House is delicious. They appreciated my business when I got takeout there. It's in Penfield.
1: The food is always really good. Nice and uh, so so, Pat, you're back.
4: I'm back. Had a little technical difficulties, but we've we're... been on the edge of our seats. Okay, yeah. I, don't, I don't know where I left off.
0: You missed a plug that you would have really enjoyed from Chris. I feel like.
4: <laughs> what was that?
0: Um, it was plugging uh, memories, family memories, and <laughs> your grandpa used to go to Ridge Donuts, and that was a great memory. So.
1: That was. Uh, So
4: yes, that's true.
1: Pat, you said that Christopher Nolan was giving an interview about
4: the sound, and he said? He said, his like quote was along the lines of sound, or dialogue and sound editing are not that important in movies, especially my movies, and I thought that that was insane because his movie plots are crazy, so it's just like that much more important to understand what's going on. He does not feel that way.
1: He must intend for no one to understand what the hell he's making movies about, because... That's also insane. there's there's oscars for those
3: categories and stuff it's just like if i have a bad lesson and my principal observes it and i'm like yeah well like questioning students isn't that important for me as a teacher and it's like well that's that just wrong that's not true right it's
4: insane <laughs> especially insane for like
3: no one could understand bane
4: and he's like a pretty like well-respected director <laughs> so just to, like have that opinion to me is just it's crazy
1: Love I feel it. like he's just uh, digging, digging in, like just one of those, like refusing to admit that he's wrong and screwed up. Should but I watch Tenet? You should, I, yeah, you should watch. You guys should all watch Tenet. And we, oh. we, I think we could do a podcast about it. Rob, I watched Wayne last night, the first episode. Wasn't it you've awesome? i plugging oh, it. Wayne. It was fun. I literally every episode I find myself loudly cheering Wayne every time he does something awesome.
3: It's got the whole vibe and like soundtrack, the whole aesthetic of it is great. It reminds me of a movie, not quite. I know it's by the guys who did Deadpool, but it reminds me of something, but I can't put my finger on it, but I love it. And it also has Dean Winters is Dell's dad. I only watched the first episode, but he was Dennis Duffy from 30 Rock, which is one of my favorite characters in television history. He's great.
1: And, what like i've I've said this before when you get into the show it ends up like all these like duos emerge like there are like three different duos that end up together in the show and all of the duos are hilarious like they, like, the, like obviously principal
3: one's, and Dell's friend
1: maybe or yes. uh, wayne's friend
3: <laughs> i saw them in the preview and i was like oh those guys would be funny
1: those two are so funny and then the two cops i don't know if you met the cops yet the two cops are so fun like they're just the best duos of any show ever and bill just- hater and seth rogan right as cops yeah, yep <laughs> those two we're, we've got one episode left we're gonna watch
0: after this podcast and it's you're right rob you everything you said was nailed it it was and then i would watch an entire show on the principal and the kid like if they just <laughs> yes. did a show on those
1: michael manley he's
3: back oh he's so oh, good <laughs> from guts
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> His, his friend, his, his buddy is so, like the character is just so funny in that show. They're all just so good. Uh, man, like all of the, I think there's, there's no weak spot in the entire show. Like, and I, from, I
3: never, I don't remember ever seeing a commercial, a promotion or anything for it. I only, word of mouth advertising, it's what they did before the internet. That's how I heard
1: about it. <laughs> uh, I, I heard about it from Doug Benson. He, he like tweeted about it or something, I was like, "Oh, on Amazon, because like, this originally was a YouTube show, like a YouTube yeah. red show like from maybe two years ago, and I don't think it got a lot of play, and then Amazon bought it. So there's no set season two yet, but I feel like it's like a cult hit that's like slowly gathering steam. So um, check it out. It's so funny.:
3: End of podcast.
1: And I did cut <laughs> okay guys well, thanks for coming on this donut christmas holiday journey with us thank you to donut Claus. um
3: oh the- hey listen we all got some time off coming up let's just maybe keep it in our back pocket that donut clause was good to us once and maybe donut Claus should visit us again and donut clause is mm. is all of us right
4: that's right it's um, the magic of
3: Donut Clause that we
1: carry with us. I'm not sure what, is Andy asking Randy to give us more donuts? Or is he asking I, us to give other people I, donuts? I'm not sure what that request was. I think, I think I'm
3: trying to think of right now what I can get and deliver to you guys. How, how is this?
4: That
1: would be fun.
3: Do you Just guys like,
4: think that Donut Clause is like a saint in the Church of Donut?
3: <laughs> do I think it? Was no. Santa Claus a saint in the Church of Santa? Does my donut priest St. St. Saint St. Nicholas
4: so? is?
1: Yes. Hey, in, in, yeah, in, in Pat Singer's Church of the Donut, yes, he is. We worship
2: the whole.
3: Oh boy! Not the quarter. Well, okay. Okay.
1: Let's. Uh, please,
3: please tell me you're talking about W H O L E.
2: Yes, <laughs> that's what it was. Oh my God! Whole,
1: whole, I think, this is devolved. I think I think Donut Claus should uh, buy Nick a house that's not on the freaking West Side, so he can participate in this stuff. With
0: us. I mean, listen, I might because Greece is not too far, I guess, from him in relation. I might drop him off the other half of my donut. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but just leave it on a plate uncovered. Yeah. No, weird. no
1: refer- no explanation at all. <laughs> He's like, is a half. There's a the homeless guy sitting on our porch. To him. Would he still eat it? Do you think? If you put it in the Blackstone, yes.
3: It's cold enough outside that, you know, bacteria is probably not a major issue.
1: Yeah, I think you're good. In 2019, he would eat it. This year is a little different. I feel like there might be some coyotes out there that might get to it first. (laughs) Hey. Where
2: do you live from? There's coyotes around?
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. I was driving to school. Um, This was a few years ago, but it was like sunset, and I just saw a coyote loping down the road. I'm like, what the... And I, and I've talked to people like there are coyotes. No, Rob, that's that. a deer. There's lots of deer around here. You're confused again. No, it was like prancing and like nibbling on uh, uh, branches and things like that. Like a yeah. typical coyote stuff. Yeah, I had, had horns in Iraq. Iraq.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's an ecosystem it's thing. Like a coyote. If yeah. you kill all the rats in your neighborhood, then the coyotes are going to take over. You know, <laughs> the it, other
1: predators <laughs> come in.
3: The give and take. Yeah.
1: that's, that's exactly right. Uh, Okay, I think this this podcast is up.
0: Trash talking about donuts from the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One whole, two fried, hot tossed. We're your guides, Randy and Rob, and sometimes
3: four guests.
1: From from decadence to
3: de-evolution. That's what we did. (laughs) Yes, we did.